Hello everyone and welcome to Season 2, Funky Baz and Face, Three Brothers Talking Footy, boys. We're back, boys. We're back. Hello, oh. Funky. Hello, Baz. Who would have thought we're oh, back? Who would have thought? <laughs> Jeez, the, the hierarchy, the, the, the uh, head honchos have given us another another season, boys. Who would have thought? People but... didn't think we'd last an episode and we'd last two seasons, <laughs> no, but... mainly because uh, it's basically our own time that costs us nothing. <laughs> the brother, That's why brothers back. and sisters have spoken. Clearly, uh, season two's yes. a go. Very good. It was a great finish to last year, wasn't it, when we had the uh, AFL Grand Final and we talked about that. I'm really keen to get into Season 2, boys. I'm pretty excited about this. It's been about five months, a bit of a layoff, but we're not one-trick ponies, not just AFL for us. No. We've been doing some stuff in uh, off-season. I'm going to throw to... And Before of course, you do, though, right, and we haven't prepared this, but how good was that AFL Grand Final? It was one of, do you think, the best ever? I think we, call, I think we probably we covered that in the in last the episode last. after the grand final. Oh, did we do that? Okay. Yeah, we did do that. <laughs> <laughs> but great and, preparation and as per normal. I reckon he opened one. our last episode with that. <laughs> How good was that? It was a great grand final, though. It, it was. And the recent stuff our listeners, our listeners may have seen some of the, the packages that are on social media at the moment. Just spine-tingling stuff, isn't it? It, it is makes really you good. want to make a comeback. Well, Dom Shade's going to have that as one of his favourites on his uh, phone for a long time, I think, and uh, Liam Ryan. I love watching that back. For those people who didn't join us last season, obviously they've missed a lot. So we've got, uh, I'm Funky, we've got Baz, welcome Baz. Thank you, it's good to be here again. And we've got Face as well, so we're three brothers, Uh, hello Face. Oh, hello. (laughs) Hello, Funky. Three brothers talking footy. We got together last year, recorded a few episodes, had a bit of fun. Different locations, spice things up a bit, didn't we, really? Very yes. good. So yes. uh, we enjoy it. We're back for season two, so we're looking forward to that. I'm going to ask you two, boys, since off-season, we've barely seen each other. <laughs> uh, it's great to see you both again. I want to find out what you've done in off-season, but I'm going to go straight to the face because... Massive off-season for face. He's welcomed a son into oh. his family. Congratulations, mate. Thank you, boys. Well, you did say congratulations when he was born, but yeah, Billy Isaac, we welcomed him into the family number three and final <laughs> for us. So uh, the little legend uh, changing a bucket load of nappies, but um, very good sleeper. So very, very happy About with that. time. Haven't had the nudge too much to uh, get out of bed in the middle of the night. So very Excellent. happy. Little well legend. Done, mate. Very good. Billy. Uh, yeah, big, bad, bustling. Yes. Very like good. It. Named, like of course, it. after Billy Brownless. <laughs> um, very good. Anything else you've been doing in off-season phase? How, um, I reckon it's about five months. There's yep. likely to be about 20 trips to Audi in that time. Yes. Look, a little bit of an update about that. Today was probably an exception, but not as many family trips as I was bagged for last year. So, yes, So where times. does the family outings go these days? <laughs> what, what do you do? Do you go to garden centres? Do you go to... Bunnings, Kmart... Uh, not too many now. Baby We've got three kids. We try and limit and say, kids, let's just go. Try out. and stay away from the wife a bit. Yeah, yeah get out yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. Actually, story last week, went to go to a mate's farewell down at Henley Beach, so wrapped all the kids up. And to get three kids ready in the morning is a bit of a task. Went down to Henley Beach, and it was actually Sunday, not Saturday. So, Unlucky. had to improvise, but beautiful. Uh, kids didn't want to go Sunday, so I went down by myself <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, oh, to, to the Ramsgate for the afternoon. Great so, outcome. Uh, shout out to Maddie Gamo travelling this year. Uh, that was a nice little uh, repeat down there. What's his go, mate? Just, is he going solo, is he? Going solo, just travel wherever he wants, just his own timeline. So he can so listen to Funky Baz and Face in he his loves, travels? He loves listening to Harris Boys. So yeah. he's a brother and sister? I'm not sure you'll get it in China, but 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Tell you what, he would have some good stories. He's a single. He's a very good-looking man too. <laughs> and he's got better with age. I haven't seen him for a few months, but I saw him on Sunday. And, oh, single good-looking man going yeah. overseas. He can have some good stories. <laughs> well, let's get him on the show when he comes back. So uh, looking forward to Thanks, that. Good, good luck on your travels. Baz, what have you been doing in off-season, mate? Mate, I've just been... Uh, well, nothing really of interest to our brothers and sisters too much. I've been uh, getting into a little bit of trouble myself, but uh, we'll probably steer clear of that. <laughs> I've been uh, running. I'm trying to do a marathon uh, if my uh, body will let me. But more than that, boys, I've just been disillusioned with the whole SA sporting scene. And, and we are sort of targeting towards SA. We do have a few Victorian listeners, but our SA sporting teams have been stinking it up how bad are the Redbacks? Like, every game I get semi-excited that, yes, this is the time that we're going to break through for our win, but we just choke. It's another, we're, we're, another we're, spoon, isn't it? We're absolutely horrendous. The 36ers, how good's our list of the 36ers? I love the 36 but we just... We had two chances to make the finals, and we just give it up. Perth are going to win the, the whole thing, and I don't reckon they're that good. Nah, I agree. Um, you just know, tiny Pinder still... <laughs> Tony Pinder got arrested for some, um, doing some dodgy yeah, things, yeah. looking through windows, or I don't know yeah, what he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adelaide United are stinking it up. We're, we're going to sack our coach, who's a great coach. We're terrible. And boys, Lightning, when you get to a grand final, you don't choke. They, they choked, the Lightning. They didn't choke, they nah, weren't favourite. They were an organisation as that were on their knees. Yes. Didn't even think they'd have a career. You make the grand career. final face, you win it. You don't... No, they choked. No, well, 50% of people who make the grand final lose. Well, that's very true. <laughs> and... Unless, like, unless you're Like, play face it, they had no money. The fact that they actually got amongst yeah, the, yeah. the money and they got beyond it... Choked. The fact that they got to the grand final... Choked. They weren't they got, they got destroyed. They the, won the second game in their home state, well, which was absolutely brilliant. You know what? They shouldn't have won that. No, season. but they won. They won. So, uh, Lightning, I think, hats off to them. Excuse me, this is my little segment, and they choked. Now, and the next <laughs> one is the Strikers, right? We all love the Big Bash and the Strikers. We went along, I took all the kids in there. Do we love and, the Big Bash? Well, yeah, yeah, I, 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 do. I, do. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I loved it last year when we, when we won. Yeah. But uh, we were terrible this year. Yeah, I was how, really disappointed with How the boring this year. was the whole comp? Shit. Even the players were bagging it. Like, it just went on and on oh. and on. It was a never ending story. Yeah. And uh, but I tell you who did choke in that the stars in that final, <laughs> didn't they? Oh, Eddie McGuire sitting there, red cheeks. He was he was really. That choking. was one of the biggest chokes of all time. If that was Pakistan, what would everyone yeah. be saying? Because sports bet there would have had yeah. the stars at just ridiculous odds to win. That was a massive choke. That one. Uh, see the strikers. Like I was so disappointed in the strikers. They're almost like similar to the Crows yeah. in 2018. Like <laughs> I, I was expecting the strikers to win again. Mm. Um, I reckon they had one of the best lists. They were terrible. They were. I did like the something I saw, which is probably in places fresh finds, is that uh, Marsh has crossed from the Perth to the Melbourne to Renegades, yeah. and now uh, they said Titus O'Reilly said, "Oh, the Renegades will be in up in arms when Marsh gets dropped from the Australian <laughs> Test side." Right. But um, no, boys, that's that's really all I've been doing. I, I have been. Uh, Keeping low, trying to sneak out to the Barossa this year. I've been coaching my Goody Saints. Jeez, we're looking good this oh. year. Under 11 Goody Saints. So every week, for those people who didn't listen last season, every week, Basil would normally start with the Goody Saints under 10s last year. So now it's a Goody under Saints. Under 11s, I've been reappointed or appointed in a tough position. I'm, I'm under 11s coach. which uh, we, know that, we know that volunteers in community sport don't, you know, they don't get appointed. They 
everyone else steps back. So it's only the, the person who doesn't well, want to... No, it was a tough role to get, so I'm very happy to be part. But that's enough about me, boys. So keep moving on. What about you, Funky, in the off-season? Yeah, in my, I've spent a lot of time on my bike, boys. It sounds uh, very boring. But I've been doing... I did uh, 160Ks for the Tour Down Under. It took me seven hours on my bike. Um, and I mean, you raised how much money? Raised... I'm a tick under $4,000, actually. That's so awesome. I've been... Yep. Uh, raising money for Cancer Council SA. Is that a dig at me that you wanted more money from me? That to no. get over the 4000 No, it's oh, not. Okay. But, okay. No, <laughs> you don't know. It wasn't a dig at you at all. Um, I'd spent uh, seven hours on the bike, 160Ks. Uh, Cancer Council SA's ride for a reason. If you, if any of our brothers and sisters want to donate for a very worthy cause. Should have got on board anyway, already, let's be honest. Well, well, if not, they can get on there. <laughs> and I've got another... Uh, ride next weekend and I'm gearing up for my five-day Paris to Amsterdam ride 625 k's uh, we're going with a tour to France as well so we're going Paris to Epinay the first day and then we're going to head north to where the tour to France come back so I'm looking forward to doing some rides with two of my good mates uh, the one that lives in London one that lives in Amsterdam Phil Millership and Terence Charles very excited we've been planning how will you celebrate once you get to Amsterdam you're in Amsterdam how will you celebrate? Ice yeah. bath. Ice bath? <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling, Baz, that you and I would celebrate right. next a little bit differently than differently. Uh, what Funky So I'm looking forward to that. Never ridden for five days in a row before. Never done that distance. So I've been doing a lot of it's a big, preparation. It's a big thing. I, I, I'm happy with it because for those that don't know, you did your marathon years ago and you struggled. You, you were like those... People, those visions that everyone has at the end of a marathon when they're struggling over the line and they're vomiting, you, that was you. Wasn't well, I threw I, up in front of Big Ben. Yes, yes. I used to have those visions at the end of a 1K time trial. Like <laughs> Russell, but yeah. And I struggled in my Gold Coast Marathon, finished them both, happy that I finished both. Now I'm going into cycling, changed my diet. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Fine. Yeah. So we're going to get stuck into 2019, boys. Yeah. I'll tell you what. About three months ago, I thought, I oh, know what we're going to do for 2019. We're going to say who's going to win, who's going to lose. We're going to talk about who's won the Brownlow. I've had a gutful yeah. of listening to every expert and non-expert's prediction no one knows. about yeah. 2019. It's just been done to death. So we're not going to have a prediction for 2019 because no. I think it's, it's just been done. And you know what I'm sick of too? I'm sick of bloody footy tips. Like my work, right, they say, you want to go on the footy tips? <laughs> and I'm like, well, actually... You can get stuck. Yeah. I don't actually want to do it because yeah. I go, have you got your tips in? Yeah. And then on the Monday morning, they'll be going, well, you got five and you yeah. should have got six. I'm like, who cares, mate? I'm not doing <laughs> yeah, footy tips. are done. Super coach. If you no. want to have a bet, put it on a sports bet. Bet gamble responsibly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, no footy tips this year either. So what do you got for 2019, Baz? You have been watching a fair bit of sport. I've been watching season. a lot of sport. I, 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 yeah, I do love my sport. I, and yeah. So you know what I want to ask you, boys? <clears throat> EPL, right? We watch a lot of EPL. Why don't they have drink runners in EPL? Why don't they have runners? How do the players get a drink? They go to the sideline, don't they, and get a drink? Yeah, I think they do. I don't know. I just hit mm. the other day that they don't have water boys come out and give them a drink. They, this is not a... during normal play. No. Normally when they roll over when they've been hit by a fly, mm. then they get a drink then or they get the cold cold spray. They don't have drink boys. It's, it's just next time you're watching it, just have a look. But anyway, that's just inconsequential, if that's the word. But It's not. Um... <laughs> But what I have been watching a lot of is the crowd. And in a way, I love being Australian, right? But I feel a little bit cheated that I wasn't born English because... So do we. 
I, I wish that I was died in the wall Pobby geezer and could experience the the life of a EPL team. Some supporter. of the best fans in the world. They, mate. if I tell you what, get on English soccer fans are incredible. Away uh, away days is uh, on Twitter. Uh, is it Facebook? Facebook. Away days. It is the best uh, best site ever, and it shows the the passion, the fever of 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 what they share with each other, the chanting, the singing, the dancing, the the songs. It is brilliant. Did you see to the watch. Liverpool supporters? Yeah, uh, in after, Europe. Yeah, yeah, but it's just every club. It's it's mm. all the European clubs as well. And you go to a Crows or a Port game. We are absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like it's just. We're sitting there, completely just agree. completely silent. And if when I went overseas and experienced that, and a few of my mates at Barossa went to see a Liverpool game, Liverpool v Newcastle, Liverpool one four one. They said they sat in the cop, and they said it was probably the best experience of their life is sitting in that. So mm. it's something that I wish that we had. You can't manufacture it though. <clears throat> no. It's something you know you can try and say you know some sort of Port do it the first two and a half minutes of the before the game spectacle. Yeah, it's not the scars, but then it yeah. stays quiet. Doesn't yeah, it's it? little not the same. Uh, face and I went to see uh, Millwall, Millwall play in uh, South East L- London. Yeah, Millwall Everton. Yeah, atmosphere is quite incredible. Yeah. Being on the train as well when I took Mum and Dad out to see yeah. a Premier League game, it was. Probably what wasn't smart amazing. was being at a, a Millwall home game, but barracking for Tim Tim Cahill was playing for Everton. Well, he used to play for Millwall. That was yeah, that's right. right. It wasn't the smartest move, celebrating his work. Their supporters are pretty incredible. They are. So, I yeah, I mean, you can't manufacture that, but, you know, watching Gold Coast versus, uh, you know, Brisbane at Gold Coast, <laughs> it's just, yeah, something which I wish that we had. Um, but, yeah, that was my little uh, little thing, mate, about the EPL. What do you got, Face? Uh, probably face, um, looking at uh, social media side, boys. So Facebook, I've noticed uh, during the off-season, there's been a group developed called My Scrapbook of SNFL Players. So every uh, man and his dog sort of add in. It sort of took me back to when we were kids and we would get the advertiser or the news as it was back then. What was the other paper back then? It was the news. The news. Yes. The news, yep. yeah. Um, we would cut out articles, cut out photos and stick it in there. This so, is how old Funky is. I didn't work experience the news. Because <laughs> that got you. Yeah. <laughs> Here today doing Funky Did you enjoy this podcast? I spent a week working with Graham Campbell. Oh, right. Oh, that'd be great. How was the... Uh, did you understand a word he said to you? Nothing. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, that's good. Um, in, and looking at all these updates that people send of different photos and, you know, Cornsy had taken hangers or getting belted by Granger and all those sort of things, made me think of who in the... In our olden days, who was your favourite olden days SNFL footballer? So for me, I was you know, 1980 baby. So um, towards the introduction of the Crows in '91 and sort of Port Glenelg back in those days, the player that I sort of resonate most with, David Marshall, winger, classy, uh, classy player, 300 games, 353 games, um, almost 300 goals. So great winger for that sort of return. Uh, two premierships, second in the Gary Medal in 1990, just before he joined the Crows. He's very neat. Yeah, mate, mate, I don't know. Mate. <laughs> Had a bit of a porno moustache. Great moustache. He did. And maybe that reminded me a little bit of Darren Roberts from Robson Jam. That's maybe yeah. why I liked him. But um, interesting, mates, actually, interesting fun fact mm. for you, actually, Funky. His second cousin of Greg Whittlesey. Now you've got a, a oh. nice link for Greg Whittlesey, but um, he was probably my pick, boys. My favourite old time 
SNFL footballer. Baz, who was yours? Well, mate, mine's a bit controversial because I loved this bloke growing up. He, he wore a helmet. <laughs> he won flags with Nord. And you, you would not believe the the excitement when he rings up and I said, hello, uh, Matt from Climate and Air Control. And he's going, oh, it's Michael Aish here. So I went out to Michael Aish's house, which was brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I was so excited. Did you take your scarf? I couldn't for hold a... back. I didn't take the scarf, but I went into his um, memorabilia room and it had all his stuff there, like like frames of his McGarry medal and all stuff. And I, and I couldn't help myself. I'm like, mm. oh, I used to love you, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> and then anyway, I went back there three times to look at his aircon because it wasn't easy. And then he goes, oh, sorry, Matty, I'm going with someone else. I said, F you. <laughs> <laughs> so he stopped being, at uh, 44 years old, he stopped being my favourite So who was your second favourite? Gary McIntosh? Uh, Gary McIntosh. How can you go past him? Yeah. I had his number on my back, number No 14. Nord man goes beyond Gary No, nah, no, nah, just tough, hard, just in, <laughs> in and under, just didn't care, you know, just shirt out. He wouldn't have gone too well in today's footy with the... Um, nah, yeah, report yeah. But how good is he, though? Gary McIntosh, mm. I've got a lot of time for him in terms of what he's doing now. He's been at Payton for forever. He's yeah. still coaching them again. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I think he's done a brilliant job there. Payton and Div 1, so... Yeah, I think he's been brilliant for the game. And for our brothers and sisters who may be unaware, the Harris family was largely a Sturt family. Bryce was obviously involved, and then Baz was the black sheep. Said, no, nah, I'm choosing Nord, so obviously that's why. He liked the colour of their socks, so he was going on for a different team. <laughs> I was uh, I was Michael Graham, the Flash. I had his number 19 on the back of my yes. Sturt Guernsey. I loved the Flash. I loved the fact that he ran fast, and I thought I could run fast like him. As I grew up, it was John Painter uh, moved from Glenelg to Sturt, played about 300 games, when Sturt yeah. were just appalling. Shocking. Just, uh, they used to sack a coach every year. And then the Crows came in, and I forgot all about Sturt, yeah. so... You know what's interesting? Like you just say that about Michael Graham being your favourite player. Not many Aboriginal players mm. or Indigenous players played then, did they? Like it was a rarity. Yeah, that's like right. if you look at the percentage from then to now, now yeah. it's a great thing in our game that we Brilliant. do. Um, obviously, put a lot more time into the Indigenous community to, to bring them up. Great call, Bess. Uh Because there was bugger all of that's them right. back then, wasn't there? Yeah. He was outstanding. He was so he was brilliant. You think of how many players are lost to the game back then. So that's my Facebook highlight. Uh, Twitter. Uh, there's a new Twitter handle out called at Fog Facts, and it's basically the world relating to the Crows number thirty two, Baz and Funk, Darcy mm. Fogarty, who's got quite a bit of a following. Um, some of my personal faves. So it's a bit of a um, uh, bit of a um, what's, what's the word when you're taking the taking the piss? The Mickey. Yeah, that'll do. Um, I actually worry about Fogarty, actually. I, I, no, he'll be right. There's, there's too, worry, many, too many tall forwards. Yeah, I, I worry about his pace. Yeah, yeah no, I'd be okay. Yeah. Do you think they'll play him back? Because we've got so many forwards? He played back as a... He, 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 he needs to, to play, he needs to play but I, I worry about his pace. If you watch, watch him when he, when he runs, he's very one pace. Well, he's probably... Is he the text replacement? Is that sort of the role he's going to take? Ben Rutten was one pace. <laughs> he, was, he was slow as hell. <laughs> that was a fair, fair good, career good player, one. and that pace was so, very. So slow. maybe he's a back in the old. See, he was yeah. a very good player that was uh, one paced. It's myself. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he gave himself yeah. a backhander saying he's one paced, but yeah. also I was a very good player. Yeah. Um, so the fog facts. It's just statements every day about uh, Darcy Fogarty. So uh, at fog facts, you can't use the fog as your password because it is too strong. The fog can leave a message before the beep. When the fog works out, he doesn't get stronger, the machine does. But my biggest Twitter 
um, I think he's exploded uh, over the off-season, is our very own Baz, at Matt M. Harris. I don't know how you came up with that Twitter handle to start off with, at M. Harris. Is that Baz, eh? Your middle name doesn't start with an M, mate. Oh, at yeah. Matt M. Harris. <laughs> is that what it says? Yeah. I Matt M. Harris. Matt M. Harris. Oh. Topper. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've agreed with Kane Corns, and that's a bit of a um, slight at Moana Hope, the uh, North Melbourne recruit, and oh. Tim Payne about the talking behind the stumps. You mm. may need refreshing on this information. Um, the Snorfest, the watch from BBL, which is, uh, you know, everyone <clears throat> agreed with that. You push back against Mickey McGuan. Who you've got a little bit of history with about Mickey McGuan? You said you good story. Am I allowed to tell that story? Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, Collingwood were my idols, and when Scotty Burns got um, recruited to Collingwood, uh, <laughs> it was me and Rick Lane, about five mates, went over to Collingwood, and Burnsy invited us to meet all the guys in a social setting on a Friday night, eight o'clock, and we, so we drove over to Melbourne so excited. And here's Mickey McGuan. I enter into the pub and I thought, there's Mickey McGuan. This is sensational. So I put out my hand to shake his hand. He was the big player at the time. He was the big player. He was was almost like the Dangerfield or the Dusty Martin, wasn't he? So I put my hand out as a nervous, you know, a few zits on the forehead there. Stripey shirt. Yeah. I put my hand out to shake. He goes, effing drink this. And just grabs, (laughs) grabs, grabs my shirt, pulls me in hard, gives me a double chartreuse. So I consumed the chartreuse. I didn't even know what this drink was. And it, it actually preceded me to con, uh, convulse and then immediately vomit up in front of all the Columbia players, Tranquilly, Wild, uh, Tony Shaw, all the guys, which they found it very humorous. Back in those days, you could get away with... Completely having, different, isn't it? Oh, yeah. massive drinking culture no, back no then. No camera phones Drink, then. Drink cards, you didn't pay for a drink. The girls loved you because uh, we were actually rookie players, even though we weren't. But um, it was a great time. That was. Weren't you Jason Wilde that weekend? With, uh, oh, Benzie? we were many different people, yeah. So you pushed back against the famous Mickey McGuan, um, yes. who said, great pick, Carlton, for picking Sam Walsh at pick number that's, one. That's it's, terrible. These days, pick number one is a lot. It's a given. He's yeah. a 200, 250 yeah. game player. So you pushed yeah. back against him. Yeah. My most enjoyable thing you did was you pushed back against a Twitter user who talked about his son waking up in the yes. morning, yes. writing a letter to Cricket Australia yes. saying, please change the test match cricket, uh, you know, the little bowlers, yes. from male to female, to yes. the inclusivity of uh, That's right. female. Yes. And you called him out on it and you said, mate, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on your old mate. I did. Literally Twitter exploded. <laughs> you got over 100 Baz likes. Baz broke the internet and he doesn't even know yeah. how to do it. It was yeah. between you and Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more nudity in, in your post you might have got you know, more than her. But well done to you, Baz. Thank you, Matt. For someone who first tweeted Jock Cameron uh, by accident in Twitter and had no idea you did it, to now you're exploding the internet. So well well done to your off-season Twitter usage. Give you something that annoys me about social media. (laughs) A celebrity with a following will go down to some vegan cafe and drink a soy Mm. baby chino (laughs) with their kids and they'll wear this, like, brown, horrendous jumper, Mm. take a photo of it, put it on Instagram... 15,000 likes, <laughs> a billion uh, retweets or whatever. Yeah. I'll come up with the funniest banter known to man. You get nothing. Yeah. Two. But and it's, hang, it's on, hang on, I'll call you out on that. The funniest banter known to man? <laughs> <laughs> in, in my mind. But that's 2019, mate. That's, that's yeah, You just need true. a wider spread. Very true. So, boys, 2019, uh, very much looking forward to sitting down every week and uh, talking to you both. What have we got in store 
for our brothers and sisters well, this year. Well, before you get on to that, because I've got something I'd like to bring up, mate. I want to talk about uh, the cricket, right? And it wasn't that long ago, I'm talking a matter of weeks, that everyone was having a crack at the selectors <laughs> because we were the worst team ever. <clears throat> everyone was having a crack at Kawaja saying that he should no longer play for Australia. And I think there's so many uh, wannabe selectors out there or armchair experts. We should just trust the selectors because they everyone is very quiet now that we've had one of the great wins over in India. First time in yeah. forever that we've won over one, there. One, two series. Sensational. Yeah. And you know what's actually happened? This this drama with the um, sandpaper gate, it's actually forced the Australian cricket team to regenerate uh, artificially, but cricketers traditionally hang on and on and on because they're mm. pay packets. We don't get the young blood come through. How good has it been to see Turner, Head, Harris, um, Jai Richardson, Jai Richardson, Payne, Payne behind the stumps yeah. in his banter. <laughs> oh, no, I don't write that. But no, I, I love the Indian uh, pant gun. Uh, no, 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 no. I'll talk about that. That's actually a good point because I liked it. No, nothing's good banter when the microphone is known to be there. You put a microphone not known to be there, then I'll listen. But. I, I love how he's very forceful in 2019, well, isn't he? He can only listen if he's standing at first slip or um. No, <laughs> I was thinking if leg, someone mate. put a microphone on me, then I'm going to try and crack some gags. I know if you yeah. don't know that it's there, then that's going to be. Let's really... hope that when you're driving around in your climate vehicle, <laughs> there is not a microphone. <laughs> I do swear a bit actually when driving around. But what I was getting back to saying, boys, is that this regeneration of the Australian cricket team, which. They didn't really want to happen, obviously. Mm. It's been brilliant to see all these guys that would never going to crack, crack, but yeah. now they've got experience, they know who can play, and not all of them will be long-term players, but football, football clubs put in new players and, and blood them. Australian cricket team doesn't do that. You, you just hang on, like look at Marsh. He's just been hanging on and on and on, but now we've got people like Turner, he was sensational the other night. I think it's great the, for the future. The criticism of the Australian uh, test team this year saying how bad the batting is and they're just a terrible team. Mm. When Warner and Smith were axed, they lost uh, the two best players, one being their captain. They lost the CEO, they lost the coach. Everyone's like, our team is going to be horrendous. When the team plays, everyone criticised them for being so bad. I couldn't believe they just didn't have patience. I think that's a great call, Baz. Mm. I like the fact that they've rejuvenated. They've now got some games into these young players. They've got... Warner and Smith will probably come back. I'm not that keen on Warner coming back, but Smith, yeah. hold him in high regard. Yeah, we've got Ashes coming up. I just think that there's so many more. The Poms are nervous too. They are nervous, yeah. yeah. Like, that one, one well, they, day. They lost the West Indies, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So w- what's our thoughts around Warner and Smith? Will they both I'd come love back? I'd love to see Smith back. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather not no, see them back. They're both going to come back. They're both going to come back, but we Warner? know more about Warner? our second tier now. Yeah, we, we know more about our second tier. Oh. Yeah, I'm not keen on Warner. I think he was the, the the reason behind it, but love to see Smith back in that team. I think he's things are going mm. very good. Funky, what do you got, mate? So we're talking about 2019. We're going to see our regular segments for 2019. We've got Funky's uh, <laughs> faces fresh finds, not Funky's fresh finds. <laughs> uh, we'll have Baz's bake again this year, and we'll have a Would You Rather. I think that worked pretty well. And yeah, I think our brothers yeah. and sisters liked it. We've got a new one. Mm. We've got a new one, a new segment for 2019. Mm. I'll just, just throw a few at you. This is just off the top of the head. What did I say? I'll be I'd nervous be... <laughs> if... I would be nervous if 
I was a St Kilda coach. I'd be nervous if, if I was the Crows recruiting staff taking Carlton's number one pick and Carlton move up the ladder. I'd be nervous then. But there's so many people that'd be nervous now. What about Buckley? Will he meet this, the, the highs of last year? Um, there's, there's so many people that would be nervous. I'd be nervous right if now. it was Ken Hinckley without uh, oh, Jared Pollack and Chad Winger. Great call. Great call. But I think we'll talk about... We're actually going to interview uh, Power from Port soon, which is a big uh, Port guy, obviously. In a couple I'd of weeks. Like, yep. I'd like to know, seriously, Port's expectations from their true blue Support supporters. Yeah. What are Port's expectations this year? Because I reckon that they're pretty happy to go, take a step back in order to go forward because some of their draftees look like ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Did you hear George Fiacci's speech no. uh, when he got inducted into Port's Hall no, of Fame? No. It was an outstanding speech. I heard him being interviewed the next day. Mm. He talked about the expectation of being a Port Adelaide player mm. and it was just drilled into him that when you put that Guernsey on, you become superhuman. And he didn't believe it. He never believed. He didn't think he was up to it. Once he put that Guernsey on and he went out and he could hear the supporters, he started to believe it. I think Port supporters, they've always got high expectation. I love the fact that they've got high expectation. I, I do admire their history. And I think they've got high expectation. So I think if they don't perform this year, it's... Ken's gone. No, well, I wouldn't three, say that. He's got a three-year yeah, expectation. So it's not going to I, th- I think year. Ken's a great coach, but then... They're just they're going to find it very very difficult to tolerate a poor season. Yeah. Poor. I think if they finish in the in the sort of six to ten bracket, if, if, if they finish top eight, I think that would be that's a massive down. Yeah, I mean, it's a massive that, win that's a big win. They've yeah. lost two of their best on ballers, um, and I'm not sure injury wise. You know, they're not having a great start with maybe no. Ryder and someone else. But um, I think if they finish top eight, that's best case. Scenario. I think they'd be lucky if they finish top eight. Yeah, I agree. are we talking predictions? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> he, he's been all over it. He's, been, he's spent six months preparing for this. Yeah. So very good. Uh, so looking forward to this season. I'm looking forward to a new segment. Have you got uh, I'll Be Nervous If face? No, not off the top of my head, boys. I'll be nervous of your wife with, <laughs> with a week to go for the uh, season coming in. Boys. Very good. Thanks, lads. See you Thank next you. week. See you, everyone. See you, boys.